No, don't make the squeaky voice <laughs> the intro. Hey guys! Hello, welcome back to Coralcast, Season 3, Episode 2, and today's topic is uh, should school districts have esports teams? And I'm Kaylee. I'm Zachary. I'm Jude. I'm Aiden. And um, so a lot of, pretty much every school obviously is a real a physical sports division, um, but some schools now are starting esports divisions where people will play video games competitively against other schools. I think the main hurdle through this is one, the parents might not approve of it, and the other three actually, there's funding issues, and four is that the the school needs to see the merits of an esports team mm-hmm. that are different from the sports team. Also, an esport is a multiplayer video game played competitively for spectators, typically by professional gamers. The benefits of an esports league would be very similar to such as a debate team or a chess team via the um, social interactions between players. It'll have the same interactions as a team sport. Um, interactions as well, team building, and it also, video games in general, help your cognitive functioning, including your hand-eye coordination. Mm -hmm. Some schools do already have an esports team, but it's nowhere as popular as having a basketball team or a football team, for example. It would just be nice to have it throughout multiple schools instead of just a couple. And in our state, Nevada, it's not popular at all. There might be about one or two schools in the entire state that have an esports team. I don't even know if there is that many. Our research shows that there aren't actually any schools in the state that are at least public with it. So, no public schools in Nevada that have an esports team. Parents also have, uh, due to just you know age difference and generational issues, um, many parents would not let their child go to an esports team over a physical sports team. Yeah. Um, as they don't feel that it has merit and it's just sort of a waste of time. Yeah, they're more traditional with that. Yeah, the more traditionalists would say that it's simply kids slamming their hands against keyboards or game <laughs> controllers. Yeah. But the the core merit is definitely teamwork and I mean I don't think very many some parents would care about this, but it's very good at, at building a community of people who understand each other, and it's good for social skills, planning, uh, reactions. You also should uh, good for strategizing, and depending on the game, you definitely need to uh, have I don't know, cognitive awareness, many like skills that are just used naturally. And a lot of things about um, esports gaming is it would include people that don't feel comfortable joining a sports team or aren't good enough at a sport to join a sports team and therefore can't join a team. It would join things like debate team and chess club in a way where it's a non-physical activity that you would still be with a um, fairly large group of people having fun and working as a team. Parents all also do think Parents also think that kids already spend way too much time on electronics or games in general. So it would be pretty difficult to get that in schools or just for the parents to allow their kids to sign up for this. Just because they might go against it 
thinking that their child might need more physical activity in their life. The first esports competition was actually in a school. It was October 19th, 1972 at Stanford University, and about two dozen students went to play space war. Uh, another benefit uh, video games have going for them is your uh, sports um, draw a few parents away due to high injuries in some sports, much less in high school, but definitely in college. So um, you're not going to get injured in an esport. I mean, it, a few games could give you carpal tunnel to play them too much, but, but that's very rare. And if you monitor yourself around your gaming and you go outside not playing on a computer all day, which the esports would promote you to do, you could um, keep a healthy body and not get carpal tunnels. Another problem is funding, because it would be pretty difficult to get all these games and schools and stuff, because games cost a lot of money. And I think then, the main issue is computers. The computers are going to cost quite a bit, because, yeah. like... We have Chromebooks. <laughs> Chromebooks could not run anything but, like, game, GameCube games, probably. Yeah. Cool math games, for example. <laughs> have an eSports team for cool math games. Flash Flash games are pretty much the only thing a... Chromebook, Chromebook can run. run. And a, a Chromebook is basically a budget laptop. Yeah. So it would be very difficult to find funds for that. I know some schools, though, uh, actually do have PCs. Like, actually yeah, really actual good PCs. PCs. I know our computer lab's PCs, the, the ones everyone and ever not strong enough, remember the computer lab just built a PC that we tested Rocket League on, and it runs at an acceptable frame rate, not a good frame rate. Even with consoles? If you were to do a shooter game, for example, for esports, let's say Overwatch, if each person had a console, so six people, because the game is a 6v6 competitive game, if that was six different consoles and each console was $300, that would be $1,800 just on the console itself. There's also another problem with uh, ratings of games. Like, uh, there's a lot of games that have M ratings. I don't think. Um, any school except, I mean, I guess a college could, but high schools would not have, would not be using M-rated games collectively. Yeah. The highest That's I could imagine is T, although I bet more friendly games would, so lower ratings, I'm not sure. Video most most uh, competitive esports video games are rated teen. Yeah, that's probably the rating that would be most suited for this new school competitive game. Um, and then there are some games that sh just shouldn't be played for this esports. I think we should discuss what games are the best, what games are the worst. Um, probably we should disqualify extremely simple games that don't have enough dynamic things to make it interesting. Yeah, they like, would be very flash games. Yeah, like tic -tac competitive tic tac toe would not be very fun <laughs> to watch. That's yeah, that uh, would not be fun. So. Also, purely randomly generated games like Minecraft and uh, Terraria and games it's like those. really based on luck. Yeah, well, n not even luck, just random generation. I don't know if it's luck exactly. Could couldn't function for an esports, especially not ones with definable goals. Mm -hmm. Another video game option would actually be League of Legends, which I believe is a teen-rated game. It has immense amounts of strategy. And it's free. Teamwork. It's free to play. Um, it's, um, yeah, it is free to play. You can play it on computers that do not need to be good enough to run more 
graphic-based games. And it's teamwork and strategy-based. It's teamwork and strategy-based. A team of five players um, have to um, use strategies to... Defeat the other team of five players they're going against. Exactly. Probably the best games for it are games like League of Legends, Overwatch, even the TF2's old, it fits the bill. Um, Anything with properly a dynamic cast of characters or characters that change functionally through some sort of modification. And a, a team of six to four probably against another team of six to four. Those type of games are definitely what this thing is suited for. Um, is there any outliers though, like games that don't qualify as this but could probably work for esports? I think Smash Bros, as much as it's a 1v1, could be useful for like reaction skills, timing, uh, memorization, because you do have to memorize combos. I mean, it comes natural, but that's part of memorization. Uh, any other games? Some games I think that would definitely not work are games like um, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah, plus most of them have. Which is rated mature. Um, um, games like Fortnite and PUBG would, although they could be argued to be esports, they are not a good fit, in my opinion, for a school to be playing. And you can let us know down in the comment section what you think about that. It, they're, I think they fall under luck slash random games because the drops you get from things are randomized. Meaning, and the map's so large that if it was a one v one, it would it would take forever for the match to go, and nothing interesting would happen. So. Yeah, like it's different from like Overwatch where you don't have to find things. To you don't be have to find your you don't have to find your opponent in a in a, in a huge setting. Yeah. The things about again. Um, my opinion, especially PUBG, but yes, I guess Jude's point about Fortnite is fairly similar. Fortnite is um, quite a bit of luck, but also quite a bit of skill because of the new features they added with building when they decided to make the game. But games like PUBG is mostly luck of what weapons you can find laying around the map and who finds the other person first. Any battle royale, just in general, would not be good for this, just because most battle royales the newer ones that are coming out they're are 100 player battle royales. Yeah, they're not built for a team v team. Imagine in football if the field was three, like eight square acres and each person was placed at a random side of it <laughs> and you're, you're stuck, stuck digging through, it's basically a junkyard and you're stuck digging through it. That it's would like, not be a fun game of football. It's like playing a playground mode in Fortnite with one other person and trying to find them <laughs> without them telling you where they are. I don't think esports is um, suited for like. Could esports trickle down into elementary and grade schools? Because like soccer and stuff, don't think so. I don't think it should be in middle schools either. Personally, personally, high schools and college, I think, would be. Mm-hmm. I feel like the main it should target. be integrated more into college, but it should definitely be integrated in high school in some way. Just years. any professionally played esports or any game that could be considered an esport, I, I think, should be in schools. More targeted towards college and high school. So, okay, guys, thank you so much for what or listening to this podcast, rather. Um, if, for- you, if you want to leave a comment, go to lightenteaches.com and pull this up and go to the comment section down below. That's hope, a wrap. Hope you enjoyed. That's my Leave a like.